Hello, everybody. This is David opposing a matrix, and hello to some of our opposing a matrix listeners. Uh, Windsong, great to have you here. Thank you for joining us tonight, um, folks. If you're interested, uh, I have the chat room up and running on Rumble. Uh, since I am one person, me, myself, and I, but still one person, um, I don't have the ability to watch multiple chat rooms and stuff like that. So, anyway, uh, if you want to hop on over to Rumble and watch that, that'd be awesome. And then uh, if you wanted to communicate. Otherwise, if you're comfortable watching on, um, oh, where are we now? <laughs> We're on, um, let's see, Kick. We're on, uh, uh well, we're on at several different places. How's that? <laughs> Sorry, I had a brain fart there for a minute. Um, so, yeah, Twitch is another one. Uh, let's see. And um, yeah, anyway, it's not not important. So, uh, yeah, I hope I don't have any technical difficulties tonight either, Winsong. So, yeah. Okay, so we're up and running. Pardon my agita. And uh, so tonight we're going to talk about the food supply, folks. Um, it seems like if they're if they're not going to get us one way, they're going to get us another. <laughs> okay. They keep trying. I, you got to hand it to them. They keep trying. Okay. Uh, they they're not a um, they don't give up very easily. And you know if uh, in in any scope of practice, uh, whatever. Uh, job you're looking at, you need people that don't want to give up easily, except where this is concerned. <laughs> You'd want them to give up right away, but uh, they're bound and determined to, to do what they're going to do, so I would just let them have their folly. They they don't seem to realize that the uh, Yahweh, our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, has everything under control, and that no matter what they do, <laughs> they're not going to succeed unless he wants it to succeed, Okay. There's going to be a brief time in the history of humankind, folks, when things are going to go sour for uh, for believers and um, and for anybody that doesn't want to buy into the system. And uh, well, we'll just have to cross those those bridges as we come to them. So, um, I was looking at several different things. I found a cornucopia of different stuff tonight, folks. Usually, I'm kind of like <clears throat> one or two articles, maybe two videos. Well, I found uh, four articles and six or five videos. That I want to present tonight. Um, the first one I'm going <clears> to <throat> present to you in the way of uh, videos is uh, an outtake from the um, the X Files, uh, where they had this stuff on the X Files. It, folks, you got to realize that these people, they like to reveal what they're going to do. They make these self-fulfilling prophecies. Okay, so maybe back in the 90s when the X Files was going hot and heavy, uh, they would they would do some of these prophecies through and we don't see them until they actually start to become a reality <clears throat> sorry folks i got a little tickle down there um so uh in the x-files they had a, a thing called the black goo or they called it the black oil also and basically it was they called it a virus okay and it was an entity basically that inhabited the virus or the black goo or the black um, oil and when it would enter into people, it would take them over. Hmm, interesting, huh? Um, so, uh, not saying that that happens very often here with uh, the situation we're talking about, but um, still, it's kind of interesting that they mention it and then it becomes a reality, you know, 20 years later. 
or maybe 25, depending on when this episode aired, or this whole series of episodes that talk about the black oil and the black goo. So, um, I want to watch that real quick. Actually, let me let me back up a little bit, okay? Let me um, let me do two articles, and then two videos, and then two articles, and then two videos. We'll kind of split it up, okay? Um, so anyways, um, I found this article, and I know I, I go to Natural News a lot, but that's because they have a lot of good stuff there. And um, so uh, this is weird because I can see myself here and here and here. Okay. It's like I've been cloned twice. Um, and for the sake of the world, that's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, anyway, the... The article is um, it's titled, Mad Scientists Are Now Experimenting with MRNA Injections in Beef, Poultry, Pork, and Produce. Food Supply Bioweapons? Hmm, interesting thought. Let's, let's look into this and see if maybe that's true. Uh, this was uh, put on the, uh, their website uh, April 14, 2023, otherwise known as published. Um, and uh, it, uh, let's see, and it's by Lance D. Johnson. Okay, good thing his name's not Boyle, huh? Lance D. Boyle. Okay, but anyway, Lance D. Johnson is uh, is the one that wrote this. And I like to read the tags when I go to Natural News because they do such a good job with tags. I love it. And if you don't know what tags are, folks, if you're listening, you don't know what they are, they're, they're little words that will help uh, search engines, to, people on search engines, to help find their particular site. So um, each one of these uh, tags... Uh, represents something that they want to catch people's attention or bring them to this article, okay? So here's the tags, animal experimentation, bad food, bad health, bad science, beef, bioweapons, censored science, chimeric or chimeric viruses, conspiracy, deception, food experimentation, food safety, food science, food supply, genetic integrity, Ooh, that we don't have much of anymore, huh? Uh, hacking humans, uh, immune cell hacking, mRNA, National Science Foundation, pork, poultry, research, spike proteins, and transparency. And I know you can't see it, but there's... Oh, I love cows, folks. Cows are such neat animals. And they have a picture of four or five cows in their stalls here. And... Um, and looking out like forlorn little creatures. And uh, I'll tell you, if I didn't like beef so much, I would probably become a vegan or a vegetarian. But um, I'm sorry. I, I think God gave us animals to eat. And uh, he even says so in scripture. So. so let me read this article and get this out of the way. Uh, Natural News. Scientists across the United States are receiving massive fundings to test out novel mRNA vaccines on rodents, livestock, and produce. The deleterious nature, how do you like that word, folks? Deleterious. Uh, nature of the mRNA platform and the deadly failures of the application in human populations has not stopped the U.S. government from funding new mRNA experiments to re-engineer animals, food, and humans. Uh, mad scientists are now experimenting with mRNA injections in beef, poultry, pork, and produce. They are experimenting with, oh, I read that. Okay, they are, excuse me. These are no, excuse me, try it again. These are currently, there are currently no laws to protect the food supply and the human genome from the onslaught 
of mRNA experiments and the mass production and deployment of biological weapons in animals or produce. Well, folks, how could there be? Who would expect, even five years ago, who would expect that this junk would be going on? Okay, so the law is a little late in catching up to this, but it will catch up, I, I do feel, uh, hopefully anyway. Uh, okay, we got a subtitle here. The mRNA experimentation continues in cows at Iowa State University, or Iowa, depending on where you come from. Um, okay, and it says, in fact, the Veterinary Microbiology and Preventive Medicine Department at <clears throat> Iowa State, how, how can that be preventive medicine when you're infecting the cows? <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's not preventing, that's causing problems. Okay, let me start over. In fact, the Veterinary Microbiology and Preventive Medicine Department at Iowa State University is testing out an mRNA vaccine system on cows. The stated goal is to induce immunological uh, protection in cows that are prone to RSV infection. The vaccine platform includes a perfusion uh, fMRNA uh, delivered continuously uh, by vaccine implant. The implant delivers pre-programmed mRNA into cow cells, instructing the cells to produce a pathogenic protein antigen that the cow's immune cells are trained to attack. The technology will be the first carried out in will be first carried out in mice before it's unleashed as a cost-effective way to sustain cow populations. Okay, as of April 5th, 2023, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association heated. Uh, there is no current mRNA vaccine license for use in beef cattle in the United States. Here we go again. It wasn't licensed for humans either, but they did it. Okay, all right, I had to check the uh, the uh, writing thing here. Okay, all right, cattle farmers and ranchers do vaccinate cattle to treat and prevent many diseases, but presently, none of these vaccines include mRNA technology. Their association doesn't seem concerned with mRNA experiments uh, are headed into uh, the beef supply that they are. Okay, now we have another subtitle, Merck and Genvax, or in a race to transfect pork with mRNA injections. Transfect. Huh, that's interesting. Word I've never heard of before. Probably not you either, huh? The drug company Merck has wasted no time getting their mRNA products into pork. Um, in fact, pork producers have been using Merck uh, sesquibity platform to re-engineer cells of pigs to express various porcine diseases, including swine flu. If you remember back to 2008, a lot of us got that, remember? Or they said we did. Uh, this mRNA, pla mRNA platform um, is mass-producing toxins in pigs and forcing their immune cells to generate specific responses to the foreign, uh, foreign bioweapon proteins. Okay, to make matters worse, this mRNA platform has not yielded any specific benefit to pork populations. Sow mortality rates have increased from 11.1% in 2017 to 12.6% in 2021. S excuse me. Suffice to say, the mRNA platform has not fixed the problem in pork industry and may even hasten the destruction of pork populations long term. As the animal's immune systems become weakened, and dependent on the programming of the mRNA from season to season. 
The race to pollute the food supply with mRNA bioweapons does not stop there. Genovax Technologies is advancing a a self-amplifying mRNA vaccine into livestock populations. The startup has secured $6.5 million in funding from the United uh, United Animal Health uh, Johnsonville Ventures, the Iowa Corn Growers Association, the Summit Agricultural Group, and Ag Startup Engine. They have also secured additional grants from the USDA Agricultural Research Services, uh, Plum Island, ooh, Plum Island, Animal Disease Center, and Foundations for Food and Agriculture Research. The mRNA, excuse me, this mRNA platform is being promoted as a solution in the fight against existing and emerging threats to the food supply chain. The mRNA will, excuse me, the mRNA will program the swine to produce proteins modeling after African swine fever uh, variants. When a new outbreak is identified, the mRNA platform will be deployed to engineer the livestock cells for mutant-specific immune response. The animals are engineered using transgene or gene of interest that is matched to the dominant variant strain in circulation. Okay, that's what that means. Okay. Vegetables are no longer sacred as their genetic integrity is polluted by federally funded mRNA experiments. The mR <coughs> excuse me. The mRNA platform is also being unleashed through basic vegetables. <clears throat> Researchers from the University of California Irvine and the University of California Riverside have found a way to incorporate mRNA into lettuces, tomatoes, and other vegetables. Scientists are creating transgenic chimeric plants. Uh, that have DNA that is combined with DNA from viruses and animals. These scientists are pushing mRNA in vegetables. Thanks to a $500,000 grant from the National Science Foundation, a funding apparatus of the National Institute of Health, whose directors are appointed by the President of the United States. Oh boy. Um, In the race to hack humans and control populations, not even the food supply is sacred. Legislatures uh, across the United States must move quickly to protect the future of the food supply and the genetic integrity of plants, animals, and humans. The impending failures of mRNA experiments and the deleterious, here we go again, consequences of man trying to play God are only a matter of time inevitable. Wow, folks, that's amazing, isn't it? You're putting it in vegetables. I, Folks, if you grow vegetables or if you're thinking about it, get your seeds now, okay? Get them now while you can. And then get your seeds from your crop that you plant when you when you reap it, okay? That's uh, the only way we're going to be able to overcome this that I can see, unless uh, some stringent laws are passed. Um, but we'll see, okay? Um, <clears throat> there was something in here I wanted to address, but I probably won't be able to find it. Because that's the way. I, oh, Plum Island. If you don't know anything about Plum Island, it's um, it's on the east coast of Long Island in, in New York, and um, they they conduct a lot of experiments with animals and stuff like that there, but they've also been um, accused of and of um, making chimera, chimera or chimera, however you want to pronounce that. I think it's chimera. Um, Producing it, uh, crossbreeding species, um, not crossbreeding, but uh, genetically manipulating species. Uh, 
And if you know anything about the world before the flood, you know that that's one of the indictments that Yahweh had against this world. And why he destroyed it by the flood was that people were messing around by by um, mixing of animals. It's a good word, mixing of animals. You know, to, it's a good way to put it. And um, and also plants. And uh, Yahweh came down and destroyed the world once because of it. And I think Yeshua is going to have to come back and, and take things over again pretty soon in order to get mankind to quit doing it. Um, it's funny, people just can't learn from their mistakes, you know, or the mistakes of others. And there's always some Shemil come along after one Shemil, the other Shemil has tried to fix something and try to fix it even better, but usually they end up failing twice as bad. So, <clears throat> anyway, so that kind of sets us off on our little adventure tonight. Okay, and uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, since we're on the subject of cows being injected, um, very short article here. And I'm kind of happy about that because I have to read this stuff. <laughs> okay. And this is, comes from uh, Your News. Um, it says, Know Everything, April 17, 2023, Cheney, Kansas. And it's just a site called Your News, yournews.com. Okay. Plain and simple. All right, it's got a pictures of three cows again with the beautiful, sad eyes that cows have. Um, and the author of this is Leslie Suley. It's spelled S-O-U-L-E. And let's see, it was published October 31st, 2022. Okay, not too far back. And this has to do not with the United States, but it has to do with, uh, with Australia, where their politicians are just about as crazy as ours. And their scientists are about as crazy as ours, or maybe there's a uh, maybe there's a contest, and they're probably neck and neck heading toward the finish line. Um, but uh, so let's let's go into this and see what this article has to say, okay? And then we'll watch a couple of videos, and we'll kind of mix it up a little bit, okay? Okay. Um, let's see. In an article for VaccineDeaths.com, <laughs> okay. Um, Bell Carter reports that dairy farmers in Australia are now being forced, that's it, forced to inject the gene-altering mRNA vaccine that contains spike protein so that they can remain in business. Oh, I get it. So if they don't do it, they'll put them out of business. Okay. Just like in humans, the experimental jabs are causing severe damage to the animals and many of them died instantly. Okay, let's, let's take it aside here. Okay, folks, real quick. I believe that the Lord is God, okay? Yahweh is God, Yeshua is Yahweh, okay? And I believe that if you belong to him, that chances are 99.99999% that you're going to be in good hands no matter what you did, okay? And if you didn't take it, you're in good hands. If you did take it, you're in good hands, and he watches over his flock, he said he watches over his flock, and we're all of his flock if we love him and believe him, okay? So anyway, I want to get that across because a lot of these articles are going to go into what could possibly people could take as a condemnation, which it's not meant to be on my part anyway. Um, so I wanted to get that in the clear, okay? If you belong to Yahweh, then you're in special hands as opposed to those who don't belong to Yahweh who um, either need to get in Yahweh's hands or uh, or face the inevitable okay 
Okay, force inject, uh, just like in humans, the experimental jabs are causing severe damage to the animals, and many of them died instantly. Independent media uh, portal InfoWars recently reported that 35 out of the 200 cows died immediately after being administered the injections. Analysts consider the mandatory vaccination of cows as a direct attack on the food supply. I agree. Uh, many of them are asking if the milk and other byproducts could contain spike proteins and actually harm the animals and those who eat the animals. Um, I put that in there. Uh, dairy herd DNA is altered. Milk is altered and you consume it. Butter constitution, yogurt, uh, cheese and meat are all, will be altered. Um, will chicken and other meats be next? Prince, Principia Scientific International, or PSI, a legally registered company in the UK, incorporated for charitable purposes, said in a statement posted on their website, according to the firm, according to the firm, that's right, all should be careful when consuming dairy products as well as <clears throat> beef products like burgers. PSI further, <clears throat> further suggested growing their own food and uh, developing herds that are private, none tagged or never, uh, never vaccinated. Time to set up a community farm association with members of member farmers uh, who are not part of the system, have herds or animals that are not jabbed or tagged or uh, so as community of private people can be consumers of organically produced livestock, it added. New South Wales, or NSW if you live in Australia, was the first to have cattle injected with mRNA. The national, or NSW, uh, excuse me, uh, government, uh, government's reason for the animal vaccination drive is to protect them, not just from the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, but also from the foot and mouth disease, or FMD, and lumpy skin disease. As per Deputy Premier and Minister of Regional NSW, uh, Paul Toole, this is a move. This move is an important milestone towards securing the vaccine technology that will protect Australia's 28.7 billion uh, livestock dollar livestock industry, and that's Australian dollars. Uh, the New South Wales national governments are are taking the threat to, of FMD and lumpy skin disease seriously, extremely seriously. And this milestone is another step forward in preparing for a potential outbreak, Tool said. Um, he added that uh, he has already written to the vaccine manufacturers to take uh, part in this, this challenge uh, to develop vaccines ready for use and manufacture in New South Wales by August 1st of next year, which I guess would be this year, huh? Um, in other words, there is no science <clears throat> involved in the recent MRA vaccination drive on cattle herds. Okay. I could argue that point a million ways to one. Uh, COVID-19 demonstrated to us that all possible avenues in developing vaccines must be explored and we will leave no stone unturned, Tool said, referring to how the approval of the vaccine mandate has been fast-tracked. Minister of Agriculture Dugald Saunders said U.S. biotechnology company Tiba Biotech has been given free reign to churn out as many mRNA injections as possible to supposedly protect Australia's multi-billion dollar livestock industry. He said it is critical to developing mRNA vaccines 
for FMD and lumpy skin as quickly as possible. Now here we go again folks, rushing things through. How many years have those cows been alive or the, the, the livestock um, uh, cows in, uh, down in Australia? And they've had to deal with lumpy skin and um, the other thing that they were talking about. And but all of a sudden, you know, you gotta you gotta do these vaccines real quick, real quick. There's whenever a government wants to do something quick, folks, you should see that there's either dollar signs for the government or they're planning on putting an end to a species or a group of people or whatever. Okay, yeah, if it's got to be done quick, the government governments never do anything quick, right? And if they want to do something quick, then there's an ulterior motive. So, anyway, uh, with that having been said, let me go back here. And I want to play that X-Files thing, okay? And then we're going to do, uh, look at uh, graphene oxide and, uh, and uh, the effects that graphene oxide has and what it is, actually, okay? So let's look at this X-File thing, and then we'll talk about it for, you know, a brief moment. And... Um, and then we'll go move on from there. So here we go, uh, the X-Files. About the black oil, folks. is extraterrestrial, been lying dormant underground in the form of an evolved pathogen. We know very little about it except that it was the original inhabitant of this planet. A virus. Project. They told us it was biological warfare, a virus. is not only 50 years old, Scully, but its composition has been altered by exposure to radiation. A medium being used by some kind of alien creature that uses it to body jump. What kind of exposure are we talking about here? 200, maybe 400 wrenches. Levels like this just don't appear in nature. Not on this planet.
Okay. So let me give you a little bit of a background about that. There were better, better videos to show, but they were longer, and I didn't want to take up too much time. I mean, heck, we're already at a half hour into this show. And um, so anyway, uh, what you saw at the beginning was uh, actually a Frenchman, and uh, they had found Flight 19, or they thought they did. If you don't know what Flight 19 is, it's a flight. it was a flight of um, American torpedo bombers that disappeared right after World War II, supposedly off the coast of Florida. The guys got lost. They were, they were um, aviators from World War II, and they got lost. Okay, supposedly their compasses were going round and round. They didn't know where they were. Uh, then they started to argue with each other. Well, they all decided to go down together, and um, and nobody's ever seen or heard of the the flights ever since. Anyway, it really happened that way. But um, anyway, so <clears throat> so in the in the uh, X Files series here, or in that specific episode. Um, this Frenchman goes down and he, he he finds one of the flights. He even says it's one of the it's one of the flight 19. And uh, when he gets down there, he sees uh, he hears knocking on the cockpit, and one of the pilots is still alive after 50 years of being gone. You know, and uh, so you know maybe he was uh, according to that maybe he was kept in stasis or something or or uh, suspended animation that whole time. I don't know, but. I don't know what the writers were thinking, but he um, somehow the Frenchman, uh, the oil got into his suit and then got into him. They bring him up and then it comes out of him and goes into somebody else. And um, but notice they said it was a virus, which is what COVID-19 was supposed to be. Right. And um, it, uh, it they said it was from an alien culture. Um, I don't think that. COVID-19 was, I don't even think it was a virus to tell you the truth, and we'll see later on maybe I, I had some um, some heavenly knowledge from from Yahweh about that, because uh, it's, it's starting to become more and more of a, a belief system. So um, anyway, uh, so Mulder's experimented on it, and he gets over it. Uh, they tried the, um, the vaccine on him, and it worked, okay? It got rid of the virus. And uh, but anyway, with the black oil, and then we're talking about graphene oxide, which you know, right now you're not getting what I'm trying to get across, I'm sure. But when you see what graphene does and what it is and how it acts, you're gonna kind of see some parallels between what you just saw in that little uh, trailer, for lack of better words, and um, what what actually is, is happening today. So, um, so let's watch this next video about graphene oxide. Okay, and I got my videos all mixed up, so I really don't know <laughs> what this is about. I think it's talking about how graphene oxide behaves when a, um, a cell phone is put next to it, and, and the 5G on the cell phone actually animates the uh, the graphene oxide, which is something that they say happens um, in the 5G zone when people that have gotten the uh, mRNA are around it, Okay. You know, this is all speculation and stuff, but it's it's starting to look more and more like that to me anyway. I don't know. Who am I? Um, so let's watch this, and you're going to see that graphene, when it's it gets around a 5G field, is uh, it almost comes alive. Okay, let's look at this. He turned it off. 
Burn Squad Jeep back on. Okay, and now for the truly bizarre. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, isn't that weird? How the radio waves actually animated this stuff. They really did. And I've seen other videos um, that are a lot longer and more explicative uh, that explain that uh, these things actually formed themselves into self-forming circuits uh, with inside the body once 5G is activated. And, and ask yourself, folks, where, where was... In the United States, anyway, I'm not too versed about around the world, but um, here in the States, when, when all this stuff was going on, where was the um, the accumulation, where was the highest concentration, that's the word I'm looking for, of MR, of, um, of COVID cases or of, um, yeah, of COVID cases. Okay, New York, okay, lots of 5G there. Boston, lots of 5G there. Seattle, lots of 5G. San Francisco, lots of 5G, Los Angeles, all the high population centers that have a lot of 5G were having a lot of bad cases of COVID. And you're going to see, I think in one of these videos, we're going to talk, they're going to talk about how, um, how, yeah, it's about, actually it's one of the articles I'm going to read. It's going to talk about how, um, when when the people got around these things that that happened but they they actually have a, a kind of a cure for it folks and i i'm kind of glad about this i really am because people can actually if they the doctor complies with them they can go in and get this and it's fairly you know innocuous and it you know it's it's one one thing is that we used to give it out to people that had asthma and you remember that when the the big thing with with covid 19 the the disease itself or the whatever it was um is that people were their lungs were filling up and they didn't know what it was so they intubate them which was the biggest mistake that anybody could have ever made because most of those people passed on um, but uh, when they give this acetylcysteine um, because it's a a, a a compound that that kind of opens up the lungs and and helps the lungs to drain is my understanding anyway um, that everybody that was getting it, and we'll, I'll read that in a few minutes, but everybody that got the acetylcysteine, N-acetylcysteine it's called, um, got better. We're taken off the um, the respirators and uh, left the hospital. So um, that to me, that's evidence. That's, that's empirical evidence. And I know with science, things have to happen over and over and over again for, for things to be real. But I'll tell you what, if you're sitting in a hospital and you're intubated and, uh, and you're dying and all of a sudden somebody sticks this stuff in your vein and it works, uh, 
to me, that's that's um, that's proof right there that it works. Um, and it's happened to a lot of people, not just one or two. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and shoot for one more video. Okay, because I want you to see when um, when an electric charge is uh, or a um, this may be a sound wave. I'm not sure or um, like a 5G wave when it's introduced to this stuff watch how it assembles itself almost it, it's bizarre it is it is totally bizarre and I, I don't get it but here let's watch this see it look at it it is actually assembling itself into circuits it looks like That is graphene oxide, folks. That is beyond freaky. Beyond freaky. Maronami. Was that bizarre or what, folks, huh? That That is Twilight Zone-ish. That really is. That is, that is uh, beyond the realm, so to speak. And it just, ah, it's mind-befuddling. It really is. That an electric current can cause this to do this, okay? Now, they're going to see in a video later that one guy is going to say that... Um, that the body, when that stuff is put in, it doesn't actually have this in it. Now, I don't know. People go back and forth, different people. But but it has all the elements in it to cause your body to produce graphene oxide, which is really freaky. But uh, Now, there's two graphenes that I know of, uh, aside from the graphite that are in pencil lead. <clears throat> and um, one of them is graphene oxide, and the other one is graphene hydroxide. And um, Dr. Nowak um, actually lost his life um, talking about this. And you'll see that in one of the videos that we're going to show here. Um, but um, anyway, I digress. So let me, um, let's see, go into this here. Now this website here that I'm going to be reading from, it's called Forbidden Knowledge TV. Okay. And that's how you get to it, ForbiddenKnowledgeTV.net. Okay, so there's the credit. They got their credit. Um, let's see. It says graphene oxide in jabs, masks, and swabs. So see, folks, if you're knocking the people that got the injection, if you got tested, or if you wore a mask, or surgical mask, then same thing happened. And I wore plenty of masks. I was a nurse, and I had to wear them all day long. So I'm sorry I did now, but hey, I didn't know. And the people that took the vaccine didn't know either, right? So, um, anyway, and this is uh, published on July 8th, 2021. And let's see, it says 5G network. Oh, these are uh, tags. 5G network, uh, psychotronic weapons, brainwave, and um, entertainment. Yeah. Um, Harp, Big Pharma, 
gaslighting, propaganda media, and genocide war. Okay, those are the tags. Okay, I don't see an author's name, but maybe it'll be down here a little farther. Sometimes these things are, are put together by a group of people, and so they don't actually put the author in there, and I don't see anything. So if you're the author of this and I didn't say your name, well, that's too bad because it wasn't here to say. Okay, so it says, yesterday's video with Dr. Ruby and Stu Peter's show. By the way, we're going to be showing a video from the Stu Peter show, folks. That show is awesome. That guy is a freedom fighter. He's a patriot. He is uh, an awesome human being. And, uh, man, do him the credit by going to visit his website. Tons and tons of good stuff on there. I mean, tons. I can't, if there's a word greater than tongues, megatons, gigatons, you know, um, amazing stuff. So, yeah, go there and visit his website. I, I highly recommend it, folks. He's He's somebody that I, I, you know, on a scale that I wish that I could uh, ascertain someday, should I live that long. Okay, yesterday's video on Dr. Ruby and Stu Peter's show has gone viral. A Serbian subscriber saw it and put me onto a source, a group in Spain called La Quinta Coloma, which means the fifth column, who put out this video by biostatistician, biostatistician, excuse me, Richard Delgado it is an excellent Spanish language resource along with uh, Orwell City Orwell dot city excuse me which did the English language translation of his video upon uh, which I improved slightly okay Delgado and his team of scientists have concluded that the symptoms of COVID-19 are in fact the symptoms of graphene oxide poisoning and that the graphene oxide nanoparticles discovered in the Pfizer vials by Dr. Pablo Compra, Madrid, at the University of Almira are also found in surgical masks, thus confirming the suspicions of the British doctor featured here last April. Surgical masks produced by Shandong Shenquan uh, New Materials uh, were taken off the market in Spain by the uh, National Health Authority uh, Sandy Dad, last April, due to the discovery of graphene oxide. Now, folks, <laughs> people knock Spain all the time. You know, Spain's had a rough history. Um, yeah, granted, you know, they, they were controlled the world for a brief time, you know, a couple centuries, and, um, and discovered the new world, you know, thankful for that, or rediscovered it, maybe I should say. I think the Vikings discovered it first, or maybe the Egyptians long, long ago, but um and um but spain is um you know the united states is a great country to live in a great country to have grown up in and i hope that you know we'd be able to say that my grandkids will be able to say that and my my kids and stuff and um but right now spain the fact that they just took those those uh face masks off the uh the market just because of graphene oxide speaks a lot to me and it makes um, them seem so much more viable and credible, credible than, um, than our own government, um, who has a financial stake in all this, of course. Um, okay, let's continue. In addition, the fifth column confirms other videos posted here last March that graphene oxide is found in the testing swabs used in both the PCR and the, antig and the antigen tests, as well as in all the flu shots after 2019. 
In other words, everybody using Chinese surgical masks and taking COVID tests has been getting hit with graphene oxide, not just the vaccinated people. Amen and hallelujah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Okay. Uh, this video also mentions that the NAC or uh, N-assist, <laughs> I'm saying it's so good all day today, N-acetylcysteine, an antioxidant food supplement that is a precursor to glutathione, uh, counters the toxic effect of graphene oxide and has also been shown to cure COVID in scientific studies. There you have it, folks. There you have it. And there's other things, too. We'll, we'll, hopefully it'll be on here. Okay, it is. Uh, glutathione <clears throat> is found in very high levels in children. Remember, the kids don't get it. Remember, that's what we heard. Kids don't get it for some reason. Uh, glutathione is found in very high levels in children. Therefore, COVID has hardly any impact on child population. So why give them the stupid shots? Because, well, you know why. <laughs> uh, glutathione uh, levels drop considerably after age 65, which is why COVID is more prevalent in older people. Yes, we lose that, you know, and a lot of other things, too, <laughs> um, when we get older. <clears throat> Graphene oxide is particularly turned, tuned to absorb um, electric frequencies in the same bandwidth as the 5G network, which excites and oxidizes this material very rapidly. This has the effect of attacking our body's natural antioxidant glutathione reserves. Oh, I guess we have those reserves in our body, and it attacks it. Okay. Interestingly enough, Amazon just deplatforms stop selling NAC. I saw Cliff High this week about. Excuse me, I had a hard time reading this earlier too. I saw Cliff High tweet about that a week or two ago, and he mentioned that his friend who owns a supplement company still has some available, and he's got that as a link. But um, you can go there, ForbiddenKnowledgeTV.net. Okay. Translated transcript. Okay, this is the translation of what they were saying in Spanish. Um, I could pick up like every fifth word. That's about it. So, okay, the fifth column is providing information that is vital to your health, uh, physical integrity, and your environment. The masks being used and currently marketed contain graphene oxide. Not only the ones that were withdrawn at the at this time, as indicated by the media, <clears throat> the testing swabs used in both PCR and antigen tests also contain graphene oxide nanoparticles. <clears throat> All the major COVID vaccines, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, Sinovac, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, etc., also contain a considerable dose of graphene oxide nanoparticles. See, I didn't know that. I thought it was just the two mRNAs. Anyway, see, getting, I'm getting educated too. Uh, these findings are a result of the analysis by electron microscopy and spectroscopy, among other techniques used in various public universities in Spain. The anti-flu vaccine contains graphene oxide nanoparticles, as do the new anti-flu vaccine, as well as the new intranasal anti-COVID vaccines that are soon to be released. All contain enormous doses of graphene oxide nanoparticles. Graphene oxide is a poison that causes blood clots. Graphene oxide coagulates the blood. Graphene oxide alters the immune system by dis disrupting the oxid oxidative uh, balance of the body's uh, glutathione reserves. 
If the dose of graphene oxide is increased by any route, it provokes immune system collapse and subsequent cytokine storm. Graphene oxide accumulates in the lungs and causes bilateral pneumonia by means of its uniform dissemination in the pulmonary alveolar tract. Graphene oxide causes a metallic taste in the mouth. Perhaps this is, the start, this is starting to make sense to you. Inhalation of graphene oxide causes inflammation of the mucous membranes and as a result, the loss of the sense of taste and partial or complete loss of the sense of smell. Remember that, folks? People were losing. They couldn't taste their food. They couldn't smell their food or anything else for that matter. Um, graphene oxide requires uh, powerful magnetic properties inside the body. This explains the magnetic phenomena that millions of people around the world have already experienced after various routes of administration of graphene oxide, of which the vaccine is but one. In short, the graphene oxide is the alleged SARS-CoV-2 COVID, uh, COVID, uh, the novel coronavirus that supposedly caused the disease known as COVID-19. This is the real reason why we've never had real isolation and purification of the novel coronavirus, which is a fact that is recognized at the highest level of the most health institutions in several countries where they were directly questioned where they directly questioned this. COVID-19, the disease, is the result of introducing graphene oxide by various routes of administration. Graphene oxide is extremely potent and strong in aerosols, as is the alleged SARS-CoV-2. Like any material, graphene oxide has an electric absorption band. This means that it absorbs a certain frequency that excites and oxidizes this material very rapidly which attacks our body's natural antioxidant glutathione reserves. I know some of this sounds like it's going over it again, folks, but when it comes to this, there is no, there's not, there's no such thing as too much repetition. Um, this frequency is the bandwidth of the new 5G network. That is why deployment of these towers never stopped during the pandemic. In fact, they were among the few services that were maintained along with the heightened state security around them. We suspect that during the 2019 anti-flu campaign, graphic oxide, graphene oxide excuse me, was introduced in these vials since it was already being used as an adjuvant. Uh, with the subsequent 5G technology trials in different parts of the world, the COVID-19 disease developed in interaction of the uh, external electromagnetic fields and the graphene oxide is now in their bodies. Recall that it all started in Wuhan. I, I can counter that and say it started in um, uh, Ukraine, but okay. Uh, this is the first pilot sample city in the world for the 5G technology trial in late November 2019. There's a coincidence in space and time. Both the Pangolin and Bat Soup episodes were used for distraction. The purpose of the introduction of graphene oxide is even more obscure than you might imagine. Therefore, it is more e than enough for you to assimilate this information to reset everything you thought you knew about the disease up to now. Folks, do you remember when I was saying that it wasn't a virus? If you've listened to this show for any length of time, I said it wasn't a virus because they were using stuff that fights bacteria and 
and parasites to fight this thing. And roughly that's the, um, uh, well, the two things that they were using. I can't, I'm sorry, folks. My mind, when I get into a certain mode, I just have to stay there. Um, anyway. <clears throat> From the highest governmental institutions telling the population to protect themselves and even forcing them to ingest something that could potentially make them sick with the very illness themselves. Now, if we know that the causative and ideological um, agent of the disease is actually a chemical poison and not a biological agent, we know how to attenuate it by increasing glutathione levels. Glutathione is a natural body a national antioxidant present in reserves in the human body. Uh, few, a few details will serve for you to fully understand everything that was poured into the media. Glutathione is found in extremely high levels in children, therefore disease has hardly any impact on the child population. Glutathione levels drop considerably after age 65. This is why more COVID-19 is, uh, COVID-19 is more prevalent in the elderly population. Glutathione levels are very high in the athletic population. This is why uh, 0.22% of the athletes had the disease. But I, my question, folks, uh, taking a break here, is why are these athletes all dropping dead on the field? You know, um, if they have high glutathione, unless their glutathione's been destroyed. Yeah, okay, I just answered my own question. Okay, uh, you will understand now why countless studies in practice have shown that treatment with N-acetylcysteine, or NAC, which is a precursor of glutathione, or glutathione administered directly cured COVID-19 disease very quickly in patients, plain and simple, because glutathione, the levels were raised uh, to cope with the administered toxicant called graphene oxide. The discovery made here by the fifth column suggests an ongoing full-scale attack of state bioterrorism, or at least with the complicity of governments against the entire world population constituting crimes against humanity. It is therefore absolutely essential and vital that you make this information available to your medical community, physicians, nursing, and health services in general, as well as local and regional media and press and those all around you. You know, it says to do that, folks, but have you tried talking to your doctor? Have you tried talking to nurses and um, and anybody else that'll listen? And they just, oh, well, you know, the the CDC says you're wrong. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I mean, you could try talking to them, and I would encourage doing that, but don't expect to get good results unless people have started to wake up and see. Okay, let's get back to the article. The fifth column estimates that tens of thousands of people will die every day in Spain alone when the government implements the switch to 5G technology. If you got the shot, folks, stay away from 5G, please, okay? Bearing in mind that it's not only the elderly in nursing homes who are vaccinated with the flu vaccine with graphene oxide, but as you know, a large part of the population has been vaccinated or graphenated with gradual doses of graphene oxide. The body has a natural capacity to eliminate this toxin, graphene, uh, reason, uh, reason for which they are recommending to take three doses of the vaccine yearly and every year from now on to maintain a high level of graphene in your bodies. And let me add this, folks. Uh, if you keep doing that, what's to say that 
your glutathione levels in your body are going to drop to zero, and then you're not going to be able to fight anything. Okay, back to the article. We have each and every one of the proofs that has been described here, and as long as justice system isn't working, people will continue to be pushed into the bottomless cliff, or as we say in this country, pit. Uh, if you're watching this audiovisual material, you will understand that for more than a year, you have been totally and naively deceived by the highest institutions. Only now will you understand all of the inconsistencies that you have observed on your television news. To complement this valuable information, you can access lakintakuluma.net. I'm going to spell it for you, okay? L-A, capital L-A, capital Q-U-I-N-T-A, capital C-O-L-U-M-N-A, dot net, or our Telegram channel, La Quinta Kuma TV, which over 100,000 are already aware of the truth and are not part of the mass deception. Please make this video go viral, and let's stop, let's see. Oh, please make this video go viral, and let's stop among all of us the destiny that awaits us, the Fruit of Agenda 2030 roadmap, is up to us. Thank you for your attention. Wow. That is one powerful little article, man. But I've been reading about this. You know, this uh, the Spanish institution over there. They've been really on the ball. And that La Quinta... Um, <laughs> let me get you down here. Sorry, folks. Um, La Quinta Cumna, they're the fifth column in Spanish, Um is um, you can get it on Telegram too. I and it can become kind of tedious watching it because they have lots it's constantly showing pictures of um, graphene oxide and blood or in different uh, medicines and stuff like that. So um, you know when you when you go watch it, um, if you go to Telegram, I don't know. I've never watched any other like Intacumna. Um, but uh, just bear in mind that it could be it could be tedious, but also bear in mind that every once in a while there's a, a doctor talking. Granted, it's in Spanish, but there are some English stuff in there too. So um, you can uh, you can grow aware and um, and tell your friends and loved ones what's going on if they still listen to us. That is, uh, but I would tend to think that they listen more now that things are starting to starting to come into fruition so to speak um let's see okay i'm going to do one more article and then we'll finish up with the uh now there, this is an, an article by um it's called orwell.city okay and um and, and there's a little thing under, uh, underneath it says abajo and grand uh hermano which means um taking down big brother <laughs> okay um and it's this website that i just uh, i'm reading now is in english which is good um because i'm not that versed in spanish and uh if i can get away with <clears throat> reading english i will um otherwise i got to use a translator and that hardly ever works for me anyway uh, and if you go to watch the videos on this particular site, they're all in Spanish, so, but they have English subtitles, so. Okay. Let's see. So it says, let's see, it was, this was published July 5th, 2021, so it's, Jesus, almost two years old already. It will be in about three months, right? And, um, 
let's see, it says, Find out how La Quinta Kumla discovered the connection between graphene oxide and the electromagnetic fields. Okay. Now, some of this might be redundant. We might have re read it or listened to it already, folks. So, please cut me some slack. And I, I don't like to read redundant stuff, but there's always that little nugget that's in within the redundant stuff that, you know, you, you kind of get something out of it. So, um, anyway... You know, I think I'm going to, let's let's save this for last. I think what I'm going to do is um, I have to pardon myself for uh, for a couple of minutes. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play to Stu Peters. And uh, man, this stuff is interesting. So um, <clears throat> listen and uh, learn and um, get educated so you can educate others. So here we go. Well, earlier this week, we spoke with Dr. Pablo Campra, the Spanish doctor who tested vaccine samples and found that they contained graphene oxide. Well, during that appearance, Dr. Campra also talked about the evidence that vaccines could contain a wireless nanosensor. Dr. Ariana Love is back with us. She says that she's found evidence in Moderna's patents that back up Dr. Campra's claims, and she says that she's found a lot more in addition to that, and she joins us now. Dr. Love, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me back, Stu. Of course. So what did you find in this patent? Well, it's they're called biochips, and they're in more than one patent. So, yeah, they exist. So Dr. Compra is right. They're in the patents. So a wireless and, nanosensor exists in this bioweapon shot that's being called a vaccine. Exactly. And it also contains, um, they contain graphene oxide, which is, they're made from graphene oxide, which proves that there's, also proves there's, that graphene oxide is listed in the patents. And I, I'll get more into that in the next interview, but I'm still researching it and documenting it. So um, we have now proof that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, and other graphene variants in these shots. And that comes from, so far, seven scientific research teams and scientists, including the University of Almeria, Dr. Pablo Campra's report. Then, and they're using techniques like optical and electron microscopy, uh, dark field spectroscopy, micro-ramen and chemical analysis, and more to determine the graphene oxide. So at what point do we say, okay, it's in the shots? <laughs> then there's been two Pfizer whistleblowers that said it's in the shots um, and produced proof. There's been Health Canada that recalled a million and a half masks because they contain graphene. These were masks children were forced to wear. Uh, Japan recalled the Moderna shots for containing metal contaminants. And then there's um, Dr. Andreas Nowak, who just came forward and he blew the whistle days ago. And he commented on Dr. Um, Kampra's report and he said that two of the frequency bands that Dr. Kampra identified was graphene hydroxide. And it's worse than we thought. He said that these are nanoscale, uh, nano-sized razor blades that cut people up from the inside. And um, this, they can't be identified in autopsies. And he said it explains why people are dropping dead. Now, Pfizer, um, one of the chief scientists, sent an email over to the PR team addressing how to deal with the graphene oxide thing. So we had those leaked emails that shows that they're not interested anymore in just outright denying the fact that graphene oxide is in these shots, but now interested more in how to control the narrative. And then yesterday, Deanna Lorraine on this program you know, revealed that this doctor was allegedly murdered. His wife believes that he was murdered for exposing this graphene hydroxide in the shots. Some people have said, by the way, that that's fake news, that this guy is still alive, that he didn't die. Do we know anything about that? 
Yeah, well, there was a rumor spread by Cliff High that he somehow made, you know, staged his death and he's not dead. And a lot of people are thinking that he's not dead because of that. So these kinds of rumors are very dangerous. Um, you know, we have to wait for the facts before we draw any conclusions. But yeah, his wife thinks that he was killed by a, um, a radio beam. No, radiation beam, excuse me. That technology exists because it, he had stroke-like symptoms. Um, and it, it was it basically came on right after he released they released the video so it's you know who knows we don't know it's but it's possible um, but is that is that doctor okay. dead yeah. is he indeed deceased he is he yeah is. There, okay there yeah there's there's been some independent media reports on it and um, his wife has you know come forward a couple of times and you know, she's obviously not acting. I was an actress, and I can tell you she's not acting. Her breathing and everything, you can't fake that. So I believe he is dead. What, I mean, why what else, would they What else have you found? I know that when you emailed us that you said that there were some other things here that you wanted to talk about today that you've discovered in these shots. Yes. Right. Okay, so I found graphene oxide in the shots. It's in the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. It's listed in the patents. Um, they're hydrogels. Hydrogels are made from graphene oxide, and the hydrogels are listed in the Moderna patent. They're patented under US 84153252B2. That's the name of the patent. Um, the hydrogels, they were developed by DARPA. And get this, Pfizer, Moderna, and BioNTech developed the hydrogels for the ballistic delivery of mRNA technology. So the hydrogels contain the entire weapons system and this which is now being directed against the human population. So also the quantum dots are mentioned in the Moderna patent and these are made from graphene oxide. So graphene oxide 100% is in the shots, it's in the patents. That's irrefutable. Um, also, this is what I found, all of the patents mention, mention gene deletion. So I talked about this previously, um, just two of the patents, but I mean the two of the shots, but now all of them, gene deletion, it's 100%. Um, all of the COVID patents except for one mentioned that they're coding human cells with a synthetic DNA, which is known as complementary DNA or cDNA. Um, this is because, okay, naturally occurring DNA cannot be patented, right? But this, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2013 that cDNA can be patented. So the Supreme Court document says that scientists added four plasmids to bacterium. And I already mentioned previously that the... Um, the base for these chimeric bioweapons is E. coli and, ba and bacteria, plasmids. Um, so I found E. coli listed in most of the patents. There we go, there's the proof. I mean, it's just more proof. Um, they, but these are antibiotic resistant bacteria. You can't kill them with antibiotics. You have to use other means, but you can kill them. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that modified bacterium is patentable the judges agreed that cDNA is patent eligible, so that that means a plant, animal, or human can be patented and owned if genetically modified with cDNA. Now, the court ruling said that a patent could be asserted on a series of the 15 nucleotides that exist in the BCRA1 gene. Um, that is uh, by breaking the covalent bonds that connect the DNA to the rest of the human genome. That literally means snapping your DNA in half. This is what they're doing. And the, BCR, uh, the BRCA1 gene is a human tumor suppressor gene responsible for, get this, repairing damaged DNA. So all the COVID shots, they're deleting genes, they're genetically modifying humans, and 
turning humans into a species that is patentable, and this is according to a U.S. Supreme Court ruling. So you can eliminate the entire um, species to an entire species of anything using the CRISPR-Cas9, or you can um, completely remove genetic traits in the human being, which is what these elites are now doing. So I found the lentivirus vector, which we spoke about earlier. It is a Fauci-funded from. Uh, it is the Fauci-funded Wuhan bioweapon, right? The lentivirus. Mm -hmm. It contains the HIV one through three, the SARS, MERS, and the um, AIDS-inducing SRV one chimeric proteins. Now I identified the lentivirus in the Moderna patent, the, J the Johnson and Johnson, AstraZeneca, and Oxford patents. But guess what? The HIV one bioweapon it is patented and owned by anthony fauci so he's got his hands in all of this and he really needs to be restrained and for this vaccine holocaust he's 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 a murderer okay then the pfizer patent names 30 gene deletions and then it just says etc and then the pfizer patent also mentions uh gene 69 through 70 deletion and mutation now, Thermo Fishers did a study and released a study about this 69 through 70 gene deletion and mutation he, that says it causes a variant that is, quote, significantly more transmissible than, than previously circulating variants. So this proves that they are creating the variants with their death jabs. So Pfizer patent mentions gene 144 deletion, which causes rapid cancer growth. I found a patent for a combo kit PCR that test that mentions gene deletion. So imagine that the te the tests are also inducing these you know this using hydrogels and inducing the um, putting the bioweapons into the brain for gene deletion. Um, the Pfizer patent mentions the XY chromosome inversions, and if you invert the sex genes, it causes sterility. And this may explain the transgender mania. Wow. For, you know, right? Um, Pfizer, Moderna, and Patton also mention uh, bromide as an ingredient. This is a corrosive, and it causes severe eye damage. Then the Pfizer patent mentions um, propane as an ingredient. It lists, uh, propane is listed as a flammable hazardous substance, according to OSHA, and it can be lethal. It's poisonous when inhaled or swallowed, but now they're injecting it into our kids. Uh, propane is an asphyxiating gas, and that means that it will displace the oxygen in your lungs, making it difficult or impossible to breathe. Okay, so these patents confirm that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, uh, little razor blades, gene-deleting technology, wireless nanosensor technology, uh, uh, propane, uh, I mean, so where do we go from from here? I've got about a minute left here, uh, and oh, we're going to have you back okay. on. But where do we where do we go from here? Ooh, well, look, um, people need to. One way that we can fight this is we can file a bunch of small lawsuits because the Supreme Court is probably not going to defend anybody. They're corrupt, corrupted, um, but or or threatened or whatever. But if people file on a city. Uh, as county and statewide file lawsuits, it's a bunch of lawsuits. This is how we won during World War II and shut the, sh the show down. So if a bunch of lawsuits would work, I, I think um, 
sending notices of liability is a powerful action that citizens can take, anybody can take, to anybody who's coercing you or your loved ones to take these death jabs, serve them with notices of liability, flip it, put them on the defensive. And the World Freedom Alliance made these packets, they're already good to go and um, written up, these notices of liability that anybody can send. Dr. Ariana Love, thank you so much. I'm up against a hard break. I got to go here. But there you go. You've been asking, how do you get involved? Here's the notice of liability information. Send it out to all of these tyrants that are forcing these shots on you, on your family, on your loved ones, your neighbor, your friends, your church congregation. Interesting, huh, folks? Um, one thing that I'd really like to address, what they were talking about is that, uh, or she was talking about, was that because this is patented, um, that any person that, or anything that is exposed to it and changed because of it is basically owned by the pharmaceutical company, okay? And um, I heard about this uh, a couple of years back where they were talking about this, that we're, we're uh, basically after you got the, the jab that you had, you know, if they told you to do something, you had to do it or they could take you to court and, and um, you know, file and get you thrown in jail for breach of contract when you don't even know that you signed a contract, but the signing of it is the taking of the of the shot, okay? It's devious, it really is devious. Um, I ran into this, um, not vaccine-wise or jab-wise, but um, a number of years ago when I wrote on Holy Communion, and I um, I was told uh, by the, uh, the publisher and others that I should use King James and King James only, and, and I questioned it, and I, you know, and, they said, well, you know, if you use like New King James or anything other than King James, basically, because um, King James in the United States, the King James Version is not is not um, copywritten. It can't be copywritten. It's public domain. It always has been in the United States. And however, in England, it is it is uh, copyrighted to the uh, basically to the, the government of England. <laughs> OK or to the uh, the nation of England, it's uh, it's patented, or not patented, uh, copywritten, so that you have to get permission to use it whenever you write something, or you should anyway. And um, yeah, so if I would have used uh, New King James, or I would never use NIV, but um, any of those other versions, which I think are, are, are corruptions anyway, but if I were to use one of them, to make, like the New King James to make it easier for people to understand, you know. Um, and I didn't write to whoever has that copywritten, whether it's Tyndale House or whatever. Um, if I didn't write to them and ask them permission to use it for my book, then they could take me to court and they could sue me. <laughs> so it was safer to use King James. And plus, I like the way it flows and everything else. So, um, But in the same way, if, uh, if this is true, if, and, uh, and they do own you, if you got the jab and they do own you, then they can tell you whatever. They could tell you to take more vaccines and you can't tell them no. <laughs> okay? It's it's just a fact, a sad fact, but it is. Um, you know, you could disappear yourself or something and or drop off the face of the earth, so to speak, but um, to where they can't find you, but still it's uh, it's it's a way of selling yourself into slavery without even selling yourself, you know, not even knowing that you are. Um, it's terrible. It really is. It's um, it's criminal, is what it is. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, she brought up a lot of interesting points, I think, and uh, yeah, it's my opinion. 
And um, it's bad stuff, folks. It really is. Now, that Dr. Nowak that she was talking about who was uh, killed, and, uh, and I do believe he was, too, because um, I watched the video of when the I called them the Nazi stormtroopers came into his uh, look like an apartment and, and arrested him, and uh, it wasn't pretty. You know, I, I could I could kind of understand the fear that people back in World War II felt when the when the Nazis would break into an apartment or break the door down and say, "Hey, you know, we're arresting you uh, for whatever reason. You're a political dissident. You're a Jew. You're." Uh, you're Protestant, you wrote something bad about Hitler or whatever, you know, um, how they would break in and that, that, that guttural, that very demanding German um, affliction to their uh, affliction to their uh, their language is uh, it's it could be terrifying depending on where you are. And, and you know, when you're observing it. So um, anyway, yeah, it's uh you know, freedom as we know it is 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 basically gone now. But um, anyway, but uh, yeah, she brought up a lot of interesting things, and I'm gonna have to watch it a couple more times just to to digest everything. I figure maybe four or five times total will, will help me to understand totally what she said. But um, yeah, it was neat how she went into the patents, how she researched the patents, and how Anthony Anthony Fauci owns the um, the AIDS patent. That's bizarre. Not surprising, but bizarre. And she's right. He is a criminal. He is a murderer. And um, someday, someday, Fauci, you know, you're going to, the Lord God's going <laughs> to, and he's something you can't escape from either. Someone you can't escape from. So I I won't say anything more about that. But um, anyway, let's uh, let's see. Did I... Okay, let's see. I got that article. We did that. Your news. Okay. Oh, here. Okay, it looks like maybe a couple more articles. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, and I got one more video, too. But, um, so this article is actually from the University of California, Davis. I used to live right down the road from there. Um, although this says UC Riverside, uh, that's weird. But um, when I got it, it said UC Davis. So, and I did not live in Riverside. I would never live in Southern uh, California, or let alone Northern California anymore. So, it says grow and eat your own vaccines. <laughs> Scary. Uh, it's produced uh, or actually published uh, September 16, 2021. 2021 was a busy year, it looks like, for writing articles and uh, and presenting evidence. Uh, it was written by Jewel, uh, excuse me, Jules uh, Bernstein. Yeah, let's see. Okay, it's got a picture of a head of lettuce. Looks like romaine. Um, okay. It said the future of vaccines may look more like eating a salad than getting a shot in the arm. UC Riverside scientists are studying whether they can turn edible plants like lettuce into mRNA, fa mRNA vaccine factories. That's scary, isn't it, folks? You can't even trust food anymore. <laughs> um, messenger RNA or mRNA technology used in the COVID-19 vaccines works by teaching our cells how to recognize and protect us. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, against infectious disease. I just crack up with these these pseudo um, definitions. You know, it's it's 
I don't know. Uh, anymore, I look at scientists and I think of used car salesmen. Okay, one of the challenges with this new technology is that it, it must be kept cold to maintain stability during transport and storage. If this, pro this new project is successful, plant-based mRNA vaccines, which can be eaten, could overcome this challenge with the ability to be stored at room temperature. The project's goals made possible by a $500,000 grant from the National Science Foundation are threefold, uh, showing that DNA containing contain mRNA vaccines uh, can be successfully delivered into part of, the, of a plant cell uh, where it will replicate, demonstrating the plants can produce enough mRNA uh, to rival the traditional shot and finally determining the right dose. Quote, ideally, a single plant would produce enough mRNA vaccine to single, for a single person, said uh, Juan Pablo Geraldo, an associate. Isn't that funny? You got Spanish fighting Spanish here on this. Uh, an associate professor in UC Riverside's Department of Botany and Plant Sciences, who is leading the research done in collaboration with scientists from UC San Diego and a Carnegie Mellon Institute. Uh, we are testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of uh, people growing it in their own gardens, Geraldo said. I guess it's, it says Geraldo, but I think that's the uh, G is an H. So it's Geraldo said. Uh, farmers could also eventually grow entire fields of it. Uh, keys to making this work are chloroplast, small organs in the plant cells that convert sunlight into energy and plant that plants can use. They're tiny solar-powered factories that produce sugar and other molecules which allow plants to grow, Geraldo said. They're also an untapped source for making desirable molecules. Desirable molecules. In the past, Geraldo has also shown that it's possible for chloroplasts to express genes that aren't naturally part of the plant. He and his colleagues did this by sending foreign genetic material into plant cells um, inside a protective casing, determining the optimal properties of the casing for delivery into the plant cells is a specialty of Geraldo's laboratory. Uh, for this project, Geraldo's team set up, set up with Nicole Steinmetz, a UC San Diego professor of nano, nano engineering, to utilize nanotechnologies engineered by her team that would deliver uh, genetic material into the chloroplasts. Chloroplasts, excuse me. Um, our idea is to repurpose naturally occurring nanoparticles, namely plant viruses. Sorry, uh, for gene delivery to plants. Steinmetz said. Some engineering goes on into this, into making the uh, nanoparticles go into the chloroplast and also to render them non-infectious toward the plant. For Geraldo, the chance um, of developing this idea with mRNA is the culmination of a dream or a nightmare. Uh, one of the reasons I started working in nanotechnology was so I could uh, apply it to plants and create new technology solutions not just for food, but for high-value products as well, like pharmaceuticals, Geraldo said. Geraldo is also co-leading co a related project using nanomaterials 
to deliver nitrogen, a fertilizer directly, a fertilizer directly to chloroplasts where plants need it most. Nitrogen is limited in the environment, but plants need it to grow. Most farmers apply nitrogen to the soil. As a result, roughly half of it ends up in the groundwater, contaminating waterways, causing algae blooms and interacting with other organisms. It also produces nitrous oxide, another pollutant. Well, I don't know if you've ever taken nitrous oxide. I wouldn't call it a bad thing. <laughs> um, it's called laughing gas, you know, and it, it makes society a lot more happy, maybe. Huh? Um, this alternative approach would get nitrogen into the chloroplast through the leaves and control its release. A more, excuse me, a much more efficient way, mode of um, application that could help farmers and improve the environment. The National Science Foundation has also granted Geraldo and his colleagues 1.6 million to develop this targeted new, excuse me, nitrogen delivery technology. Um, quote, I am very excited about all this research, Geraldo said. I think that it could have a huge impact on people's lives, especially his, since he's getting paid money to do it, right? Um, okay, so, so if you're gonna plant lettuce that is gonna have mRNA uh, nanotechnology in it, um, and how, who's going to determine the dose? That's my question. Okay, so is a whole head of lettuce going to be a dose for a person? Is, uh, what if you're a glutton? What if you have a, a lettuce fetish, let's say, or a spinach fetish, and, and you just have to eat and eat and eat and eat? Are you going to overdose on the, um, on the, uh, the compound? You know, this is a, one of the stupider things I think I've read in a long time. Um, but, uh, you know, mankind is not meant to leave things alone, I don't think. It's, uh, I don't know. And there's algae blooms even without nitrogen in the waters. Um, and all over the world there's algae blooms. So it's, I don't know, it's just... I don't know. Sometimes I... It's embarrassing being a human and reading stuff like this and realizing that my own kind um, is, is doing stuff like this. It's, it's ludicrous. All right. And finally. Okay. Okay, let's see here. This is another article that's talking about the fifth column. And um, it almost looks like we read this. Yeah, we read this already. Okay, never mind. And what's this? So yeah, we read this. No, I didn't read this. Okay. Find out how the Quinta Kamala discovered the connection between graphene oxide and electromagnetic fields. Well, this is long. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. Why don't we go for it, folks? Entertain me for just a few more minutes, okay, please? Entertain me while I entertain you. <clears throat> All right. Many are already aware of the work that the team of Spanish researchers to make up the La Quinta column have been doing. Um, they are the ones who have had the courage to get a, vi get a vial of vaccin a vaccination and send it for analysis to the renowned Spanish university through Professor Pablo Capra Madrid, uh, who is uh, compiling and officiating the results in a report that promises to be more conclusive than the preliminary one prepared by the general 
prepared for the general public last week. However, there are people who still do not know the, uh, about La Quinta Columna. Um, if they, if you are one of those, then the uh, the following video, which we're not going to watch because we can't, it's in Spanish, is for you. Orwell has Orwell City. Uh, for George Orwell, or you know, the writer of uh, 1984, has transcribed, translated, subtitled, and edited the video to keep the mess messages going around the world. Well, you didn't post it here, dude, because I looked. So, anyway, let's see. Yeah, this isn't that bad. <clears throat> okay, my eyes are starting to get kind of tired. So, uh, how long have we been on the air? Because a lot of this stuff is repetitious. Uh, we've been on for an hour and a half. Maybe I'll just uh, have a little bit of discussion time and we can... Uh... Oh, let's see something here. looks like we have... Um... We have other people writing in here. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's see. They're mistaken regarding... Our... Oh yeah, he's uh, he or she is coming back at the um, owning people because uh, of taking the the jab. Um, second coming twice, says own own. There's a difference between legal and lawful. This is true. Your birth certificate is a certificate of ownership printed on a bond of paper, and you and you can't have it. I've got mine. Uh, they're mistaken regarding owning a man, a man, though. Okay. I see where he's coming from, or she. Um, another post. Uh, there's a resonance of your DNA in a perfect form uh, and field matching and the vibration frequency is the key. Okay, we're getting into new age stuff here. So I'm just going to go ahead and put this down. But anyway, um, so I think we learned a lot tonight. I really do. And... Um, I think that uh, it's brain food that we need to, <laughs> and it doesn't have mRNA in it, okay, <laughs> this brain food. Um, oh, hey, we got more video. Let's watch this real quick, okay, folks? This is pretty good, too. Do you think there's yeah. something in the vaccine that's so that makes it possible to detect from the outside with what they've been yeah. vaccinated the answer is yes, and we already know that. Um, so if you were to look at, I believe it's Exhibit 4 in our preliminary injunction, and I'll send that to you, we actually did mass spectrometry on the shots, on both Moderna and on uh, the Pfizer shots. And in there, we found certain components that do exactly what it is you described, including a, uh, a chemical compound called luciferase. But if you look up SM102, uh, I think is the Moderna shot, and I'm... I think it's ALC1035 in the Pfizer shot. Those have the components to, to understand who has been shot and who hasn't. Of course, you would have seen lots of other uh, people that have done a variety of studies that, that people are now sending off Bluetooth signals. That's been well verified. It appears, based on our mass spectrometry, that, that they didn't actually include graphene oxide in the shots. What I've come to find instead is they included all the base compounds in order for the bodies to produce their own graphene oxide. 
One of our experts has testified that the use of electromagnetic radiation, EMF radiation, what's coming out of your cell phone signals, will actually cause the growth, a 300% increase in graphene dioxide, is that right? Hydroxide, sorry, graphene hydroxide inside the human body. So all they have to do is put the base chemicals into the user, expose them to a certain uh, level of magnetic radiation, cell phone signals at a certain frequency, and those people will actually grow graphene uh, hydroxide inside of them. And you would have seen this again, you know, one of our, uh, one of our experts was a, a mortician. Um, he couldn't get the embalming fluid into the cadavers. About, I guess it was January of last year. Uh, and, and so he opened up their, you know, their arms and their legs and he pulled out these great giant sheets. They were blood clots the, the length of the leg. But after you wash the blood away, they were actually sheets. Those components are ostensibly uh, the graphene hydroxide. So it, it is happening. We know that for a fact. There, there are autopsies that prove this. Um, science approves it. Dr. Ryan Cole, I believe, has quite a bit of that science as well. So the short answer to your question is yes, we know that. Um, people are showing up to airports with fictitious vaccine passports, and the, you know, the customs agents already know you're, you're not vaccinated. That's, that's a forgery. Here we are in the, in the age of, of digitization. There's no way that you can fake it. Quite interesting because I've seen this thing online where, um, you know, you, you can send in and they're doing it for free out of the goodness of their hearts and stuff. And maybe maybe they think they're doing good. But to give you um, basically a passport or give you a reason to be able to get a passport, seeing that you got all your your um, jabs and, um, and he's saying it doesn't matter because the luciferase or whatever that stuff is inside of you. Um, can be detected on um, some kind of meter, and they can say, no, you know, that's a, fict- a false uh, document, it's fictitious, uh, we're not going to honor that, so why don't you just go back to the parking garage and get your car and go home, because you're not going to be able to fly today. So, uh, yeah, there's usually a way to get around everything, but this is not one of them, and like you said, in this digital age, it's going to be harder and harder to get away with stuff like that, so... Um, it's a it's a good thought. It's a it's a good way to think that there's a workaround, but there there really isn't in this whole thing. And um, and hopefully sound minds will prevail, and uh, maybe some good politicians will enter in uh, legislation to where um, it'll make all this garbage illegal, and uh, where they can't do this stuff anymore. And um, and also pull away that protection that the drug companies have where you can't sue vac- uh, vaccine makers, where you can't sue them about the vaccine. You can sue them for other drugs, but not the vaccine. So um, that's where we stand, folks. That is where we stand. Um, again, uh, I think a, a lot of the answer is prayer. Okay. We, we, we're giving certain um, weapons to be able to fight. And um, by in scripture, um, one of them is scripture because the word of God is like a two-edged sword. Um, but it's it's hard to tell uh, what Yahweh wants right now. You know, does He want this to succeed so that we can advance further and further into the the last seven years of human dominance here on Earth before the return of Yeshua? Um, or is you know this some kind of uh, 
trial to make us see or to see um, if we're going to comply with Yahweh or or just um, give him mouth service and then uh, when things are better again just uh, walk away yet again which people tend to do but um, so it's we're like I said we're given weapons uh, Ephesians 6 talks about that it talks about the the armor of God but uh, it seems to suggest um, using the armor of God more as a um, oh what am I trying to say uh, an, uh, a defensive weapon not offensive because everything that you're wearing there could be defensive you know a shield could be defensive of course um, a sword could be defensive yeah defensive uh, because you could uh, glance off the blows of another sword um, you know uh, the helmet's defensive of course the breastplate is the uh, girding your loins and in that area that's of course that's a very um, important and the shoes so you have good traction while you're jumping around trying to um, trying to avoid the blows of the evil one but at the same time we we're given some of this stuff um, like scripture um, we're, we're given that so that we can quote it back to the evil forces um, and that's so that they'll uh, they'll have to flee uh, scripture says resist the devil and he will flee from you uh, and part of resisting the devil so that he'll flee from you is by coming against him and using God's word against him. Works every time. Uh, many years ago, well, many years ago, um, uh, 2000, right around 2000, um, I came into, into the uh, knowledge uh, on my own, uh, not knowing other people had the same knowledge, uh, that uh, when the enemy is attacking you, you just have to cry out the name of Jesus. Not, and I'm not talking, you know, uh, tears crying out. I'm talking using it in a defensive mode and, uh, and even in offensive mode. Um, when these things are trying to abduct people or trying to scare them with night terrors and stuff like this, you know, you cry out the name of Jesus and, uh, you know, Lord Jesus rebuke you or Lord Jesus help me or whatever. And, you know, being messianic, I would say Yeshua, of course, but, um, and it works every time, every stinking time it works. It's great. Um, it did. And I've, I've told this story online before, and I'm going to tell it again, that um, uh, a few years ago when we were counseling people on how to fight this battle, um, we um, I got a phone call. Oh, it must have been like 2 o'clock in the morning, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's been so long, I can't remember. But it was a, a very late call. And this woman on the other end says, uh, it doesn't work. And I go, what are you talking about? First of all, who are you and what are you talking about? <laughs> and she goes, that doesn't work. And I said, well, what doesn't work? The name of Jesus, I've used it several times and they just don't go away. And I was, man, I was like, man, maybe we found the first person that it didn't work, you know, with. And uh, maybe they didn't have enough faith or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but then crying out to Yeshua doesn't really take faith. It, it takes um, initiative. But... Um, so I got this thought in my head, and I know it was Holy Spirit and, and um, induced. And I said, "Well, who's Jesus to you? You know?" And oh, well, he's uh, the cosmic Christ. He's the, uh, you know, he's the one that travels around the universe and makes sure that there's justice. And, and and I'm like, oh my goodness. And I said, "Lady, I said the reason that you're having problems is you're you're using the enemy to fight the enemy, and that's not going to work." I said, "It's akin to a." 
a Jew in Nazi Germany walking into the Gestapo headquarters yelling out, save me from Hitler. <laughs> you know, it's it's just not going to work. And well, then I got to tell her about what would work, after which time she slammed the phone down and cussed at me as she was doing so. And um, But um, anyway, so we have weapons to fight against this stuff. And, and I trust... You know, I trust Yahweh more than I, I can trust any earthly institution. You know, if you read scripture, a bunch of times it'll say the cries of the people went up before the Lord. Uh, the cries of the people went up before the Lord. You know, you read it time and time and time again in scripture. And, and uh, or you hear, or your prayers have not been unheard. You know, that's another one. And, um, and it causes Yahweh to take action and, and fight against these things. Now, if he's going to fight against this, this New World Order stuff, this Agenda 2030, whatever you want to call it, World Economic Forum, whatever, you know, and that's great. And he might choose to just fight a few of their, a uh, few of the battles, but not the whole war in that, in that way, you know. Um, so who knows? But uh, if, if we don't pray, don't try to, to thwart it um, through appealing for help from Yahweh, then uh, who's, who's, who's guilty of not... Um, you know, not getting results and not having it work for them. So anyway, um, it's important to uh, to use the tools that Yahweh's given us in order to fight the battle that we're stuck here fighting, and um, until the day that He comes back and, and takes us home. So um, anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. We've um, almost been on an hour and 45 minutes, and you know I'm starting to get a little tired, and you can probably tell I'm rambling on and. And I don't want to do that to you. you got more important things to do than listen to me ramble on, right? So um, I know it's getting kind of late. So if you're watching live, which many of you are, I, I pray that you have a wonderful sleep tonight, um, that uh, you have victory in all the things that you need to victory for, that you are blessed in all the things that you need blessings for, and, and all that jazz. So um, like I do at the end of every show. Um, oh, by the way, if, um, if you want to uh, contact us... Um, Hmm. Oh, I can't remember the. I got a brand new email address just for this. It's a Gmail address. Um, I can't. I don't want to give you false information, but you can go to the Delusion Resistance and and look at the, at the contact uh, information there, and uh, the especially the email. Don't write to the PO box because, um, you know, I've got a forwarded address from there, and pretty soon it, that mail be returned. But. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'd love to hear from you um, and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, we're friendly. We don't bite. Okay. So, um, anyway, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he grant you the peace that passes all understanding. And may he give you the desires of your heart as long as they fall into the same um, mode as what he has for you in your life and we pray that I pray that in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ okay folks have a wonderful um, well we'll be back Thursday Thursday at 7 o'clock uh, with another topic and um, just thanks for being a wonderful audience okay and um, we want the best for all of you so in his holy name uh, via Dios, go with God. <laughs>